Hey there, I'm Aaron Young. As one of the most widely used social platforms in the world, TikTok has also become the centre of a heated debate over national security in countries right around the world. Western governments and many of its people are suspicious over the influence the Chinese government may be having over these platforms, but millions of users, particularly young, continue to use the app every day. So are the risks these apps use overblown or are they really a national security risk and concern? For more, we're joined by Nick Schneider of cybersecurity firm Arctic Wolf. Great to see you. Are these risks as serious as governments are taking them? Yeah, I think it's something that we're all going to have to pay really close attention to. Uh, I mean, clearly, uh, these instruments, especially with regards to social media applications, are collecting a tremendous amount of data. And that data is being leveraged by CCP and other intelligence agencies to garner information about you or garner information about their users. And that information can be turned used you know, against them, the organizations they work for or with and can pose a security or privacy risk, you know, kind of wholesale. So talk to us about what governments are actually proposing to do when it comes to bans on these platforms. Will it do much? Yeah, I mean, I think we've seen some action being taken by the US, you know, Australia, the UK, and kind of the rest of the Five Eyes in banning TikTok usage for uh, at least government devices. And I think you'll see uh, some of that trend continue with other social media applications or other applications wholesale. I think certainly that will protect certain aspects of the environment and certain aspects of uh, the governments or the, the countries that uh, you're trying to protect. But uh, you're still going to have issues with users within corporate environments or consumers at home. Uh, and I think for them, it's, it's really going to be advisable to pay attention to what their governments are doing, pay attention to kind of what is most recent with regards to um, uh, trends or, or opportunities to stay protected as an individual or as a business and follow those recommendations to the best they can. The thing is, is millions of young users, as we say, particularly young in Australia, Western countries, the United States, the UK, all seem to be pretty keen to keep using TikTok. Is this a hangover of a political era, particularly when Donald Trump went head to head with China? As you recall, that is when the bans first started being spoken about with TikTok. Is that still the case, given that we are seeing countries like America and Australia sending some of their most senior leaders to China trying to repair relations? Is TikTok still a threat for them? Yeah, I think it. I think it really is. You know, so certainly there are some political undertones, and, and uh, certainly we're going to see that depending on what some of these bans, you know, do and how you know aggressive they become, could have some sort of impact on the geopolitical tensions. But I do think there's a true security risk here uh, with regards to what information is being garnered by these applications, how it's being used. Uh, within these various nation states and whether or not it's being used in the appropriate manner. And I think um, there's plenty of evidence to support uh, that it is not being used in this appropriate manner at all times and certainly poses a security risk uh, for those people that are using it. Talk to us about the security risk, just so we can understand. We hear about it, but what is the actual risk? Yeah, so these applications ingest a ton of information uh, about uh, you, about your family members, about what's interesting to you, uh, really about your life and about the lives of those that you're interacting with. And that information can be used uh, in a variety of different ways to help you know, bad actors infiltrate you know, your life, infiltrate your systems, and then infiltrate you know, the systems or lives uh, of your uh, your employer or or your employer's customer base even. So uh, that data can be garnered and leveraged in a variety of different ways, all of which allow a bad actor 
to understand uh, their attack surface in a more material way uh, and therefore, you know, leverage it to their, you know, to their end. It's interesting we talk about this as a Chinese app because so many American-based apps like Meta's Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat even, have all had security concerns through their history as well about the use of private data. We think of Cambridge uh, Analytica as well. Uh, what's the significance of sharing data with a foreign-owned data broker for consumers as well as enterprises? And what's, I suppose, the difference between sharing it with a US-based uh, uh, social media platform and a Chinese one. Yeah, I think the key here is that you have to be uh, respectful of the data you're sharing and who you're sharing it with, kind of regardless of who's on either end of that share. Yeah. Uh, I think there are some uh, areas of the world that we know uh, might pose a larger risk for an individual or for a business, uh, but certainly you're going to want to pay attention uh, in your local communities or within your local governments to make sure uh, that you understand any data that is being shared, you understand where it's going and how it's being leveraged. So uh, it's it's a problem that is not uh, specific to a specific country or specific region. It's a problem that I think each individual and each individual organization needs to understand to best protect themselves or protect the organization that they serve. Nick Schneider, really interesting. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for dropping by Ticker. Thank you. And that is the program for now. For more, you can head to tickernews.co. I'm Aaron Young. Do hope to see you soon.